Hi, I'm Paul Strinklow, and welcome to Tech Interviews. On this week's show, it's about big software releases and why there's so much more than just a list of brand new features. So, settle back and enjoy the show. To another episode of Tech Interviews. So on this week's show, uh, we're delving into big software releases uh, as I've caught up with a couple of friends of mine from Veeam Software uh, to talk about the new release of V10 of the Veeam Availability Suite, what that means for the industry, some of the direction that Veeam are taking it, um, and, and some of the, sp- the specific features that you might find valuable uh, within your business. So to help me to do that, I have um, almost constant companion on this show, uh, Michael Cade. Hello, Michael. Hello, mate. Basically a co-host now. I should get some um, some of the, the money that you get for the, doing this podcast, right? Uh, yeah, uh, the, my, my bank account is indeed bulging uh, from all of the opportunities this has created. Um, and also a returning guest uh, on the show, um, I've not been on anywhere near as often as, uh, as your mates here, uh, is Adam Burke. Hi, Adam. Welcome to be here, Stringy. Uh, okay, so before we get into our, uh, our topic today and, and talk some more about V10, um, first, Michael, why don't you um, tell people a little bit about who you are what you do? So I work in the, our um, product strategy group. I'm a senior global technologist, so what does that actually mean? I get to speak to a lot of our customers, a lot of prospects, but also internally speak to our product marketing to define the messaging and keep them honest, um, as well as feedback all of that information back into our product management, so make our product better. Hi, this is Adam Berg from Veeam Software. I am Veeam's global architect for NetApp Solutions here at Veeam Software. So basically what that means is uh, I'm strictly focused on improving the integrations between Veeam's core products and and NetApp's core products. Uh, I'm part of Veeam's R&D organization. So I'm I'm talking out there, talking to customers out there, working uh, with our channel, with our partners, with NetApp on how do we deliver new capabilities, new joint solutions, new integrations that really provide uh, additional value for what our customers are asking for. So, uh, well, first, guys, uh, you know, both both here, uh, th- thanks for coming on. Um, and obviously, this is a huge release for Veeam. Uh, it's kind of V10 release, been talked about for a long time. Um, and there's lots of interesting things in there. But before we start looking at some of the specifics, I want to talk a little bit about kind of the general direction that Veeam are taking and where uh, V10 plays a part in that. Yeah, so you said a long time. I consider it being a very long time because I was on main stage back in New Orleans in 2017 demoing what we were calling V10. And now we're in, is it 2020? Yeah, it is 2020. Um, and we're actually a couple of weeks or days away from, from actual GA release. So I think if we look at what's happened already this year with the acquisition from, from Insight, that just poses more more um, exposure to us in the in the in certain markets and allows us to go after much bigger and broaden our our platform i think also from a from a veeam point of view is we we had to be we're obviously focused on backup and recovery and that's the cornerstone of our everything that we do and we have to make sure that this software is right and v10 if you get the chance to have a look at the release notes it's going to be a lot of pages a lot of features 150 odd new features are coming out in in that release um, I think what we've had to had to keep on at is the simplicity of our product. We didn't want to add all of these new features and functionality without making it complex. So we needed to keep that simplicity. We also need to make sure that we're flexible. Now we're having conversations not just about on-premises and then in like a, a typical vSphere environment that is 
is local and they look after that from that point of view that now we've got the the public cloud the azures the aws's that we need to consider so we have to be flexible in terms of where that data resides and how we protect it and then also reliable right our biggest thing is how do we our biggest part of us is we have to be able to recover what we want when we need it so having the reliability of that is is super important and i think over the over the last couple of months we've really started defining what we believe to be the industry standard around cloud data management and it starts with us as as backup and recovery and then it moves around to right how do we then take that workload from a cloud mobility point of view how do we take it from on-premises and move it into the public cloud how do we bring it back again so that it suits that workload in the best possible way to do that we have to have some sort of monitoring and insight into that and then we've got the how do we automate that to make the best decision for the business and finally, the, I know this is your favourite topic actually, the governance and compliance, so things like GDPR, making sure that that data is being kept for the right reasons in the right location. And that's our definition. And the real focus on that in the middle is your data. That data can really live anywhere, but all of those different areas, those five key areas are what, what defines what cloud data management actually is for us. Yeah, I think one of the things that, that interests me is I, I kind of look at what V10 is you now. I, I, I wrote a blog post recently. Um, it's a very good one, uh, obviously. Nice um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought so. But um, uh, but in that post, what I didn't want to do particularly was look at the technology. You know, software companies release software all the time. You know, that software has to change to meet new, new and different challenges. But I think what's always interesting to look at is how that meets with this kind of more uh, overarching strategy and I think one of the things that seem very clear from Veeam is this idea from not, not separating themselves from but kind of redefining themselves not as a backup and recovery company who backed up virtual machines you know which kind of uh, where, where Veeam's background is for, for a lot of people to this more widespread data management company focused on maybe data in multiple locations this kind of hybrid cloud idea do, do you think V10 is, um, is a big part of that? Yeah, I mean, the, the way I see Veeam version 10 is really responding to what enterprises are really asking for from a data management company. This is bringing the new capabilities to allow organizations to protect new workloads that Veeam couldn't protect, protect before, allowing data to be moved between hypervisors, between public clouds, bringing workloads that originated in the public cloud and bringing those back on-premises, truly enterprise-class capabilities, true enterprise-class scalability, really taking Veeam... Uh, from an organization that um, had a reputation for not being an enterprise backup data and data protection and data management company and really taking that next level. So that's really what Veeam version 10 really means to the marketplace and really means uh, for our organization and our growth is, is going after new markets, new organizations, um, new data types, um, and really um, giving the market what they've been asking for from Veeam, but still retaining our identity of being simple, reliable, flexible, being... Um, being the type of organization that is easy to work with, um, responsive to customer needs, and not compromising any of that with Veeam version 10. And that's really, really what, what that means to us. And, and, and V10, in a lot of ways, is, is the largest release in our history with um, 150 new capabilities protecting new types of data that we couldn't protect before, um, new types of data analytics, um, new mobility types for data. It's really, um, it's really a spectacular release. And like Michael said, something that we've been working on for years. This is... Um, 
you know, this is a three-year in-the-making in product. So we're, we're really excited to unveil that and, and get this out in the marketplace and really see what our customers are, are, are can do with it. So, um, yeah, so, so I think there's uh, uh, lots of really interesting stuff from what you talked about there, Adam. And I think, you know, that idea of uh, – because one of the things that struck me with this was the idea of – those enterprise capabilities i think you know for for lots of organizations i think it's important that if you're working in this space of data management that you've got to be able to deliver the things that an enterprise needs because i think if you don't the idea that an enterprise might go and say oh, well i'll put together three or four you know i really like veeam doing this but i might like somebody else to do this i think ultimately a lot of these companies as they try and simplify their infrastructure will start to look at those things and say well actually if veeam can't do all of these things then you know, it, it's something that I'll probably just go and find somebody who does do all these things and, and I'll get to use them. You know, was, was that one of the kind of key drivers behind improving that enterprise capability? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like we're having a daily conversation with enterprises and even larger commercial businesses around their, their cloud journey. Um, and we have to adhere to that. Otherwise, they're just going to, like you say, they're going to go and look for something that that does do everything they're going to be the ones that look elsewhere um but that's not to say that we're forgetting everyone that is using virtualization as well like there's ton those 150 features absolutely go back and look at what we've done already and just massively improve whether it's performance and these are a lot of these will be under the hood you won't ever see them in the ui but when you first take that back up or you do that recovery it will it will be quicker than it was before one of the key ones to point out is so instant VM recovery has been around for, for a while before I joined Veeam, so more than five years ago, the ability to take that virtual machine and, and mount it from either a storage snapshot or from a backup and get it back up and running in seconds. The, um, but it always had to be one virtual machine. You had to right-click and you had to go through that process or you use PowerShell, so we've got that, that way of being adaptive there already today. But from a V10 point of view, now we can go in and we can select that whole application stack, those 20 virtual machines, and spin them all up at once. So just a little tweak like that, but how much simple does that allow us to, to give out additional features, functionality to the customer? I think on the flip to that as well is that we've been really focused around leveraging data. How do we put that data to work? How do we take that backup data and give it to some other part of the business or to another team to be able to glean some information from it, whether it's security, whether it's compliance, how do we put that data to work, activate that data, if you will, to be able to do something with it. So I expect over the next 12 months, and even we've already got these integrations, right, where they can leverage Veeam Data Labs and our new data integration API, which is coming in V10, they can take that and glean that information and Things like, like there's data classification, like I mentioned, being able to run particular security against certain workloads. We're providing the, the platform to be able to do that, and then it's the third-party ISV partnerships that allow them to come in and glean that information or use that information to do something to better their, their business or their customer's business. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned in there, actually, that kind of, of partnership piece and, and the idea that you can integrate with different solutions so that you know you, you can work more closely with them so when you maybe you maybe run a data management or data protection job you know you can kind of take advantage of some of the underlying architecture you know is, is that again a, a, a kind of a key driver for veeam to be almost the the tool that allows you to best take advantage of, of the platforms that you've got so as you're protecting stuff you know it's it, you know is, is that a is that a key focus yeah 100 percent. so you know i think veeam our core our core value has always been data protection and data re replication 
information, but now it's analytics, it's understanding your data, it's taking that data that we're protecting and managing and getting even more value out of that. So uh, with open APIs and things like that, we're allowing third-party co companies to come in and plug into Veeam, take advantage of the data that we're protecting to bring even more value to that data. The more, the more value that um, you know, we bring to your data, the more valuable Veeam is to that organization. Um, and the value of data keeps growing. Uh, the amount of data keeps growing, so the scalability, the performance, everything like this is, is all wrapped up into, into Veeam version 10. Um, really, really ready to, to take on the next generation of workloads, the next generation of scalability, the next you know, platforms, uh, cloud-based platforms, different, um, different hypervisors, different formats of data. It's all there in Veeam version 10, something that we're, we're super excited to, to unveil and, and just get out there in the marketplace and see what, you know, see what these open APIs, see what, our, see what, the, what the ecosystem will, will develop uh, with, with the plugins uh, that we've made available to, uh, to, to everyone uh, in Veeam version 10. So, uh, and actually, we've, we've talked about this idea of Veeam version 10, um, uh, obviously, from, from the start. Um, I mean one thing that's worth clarifying, though, is when we talk about Veeam version 10, what, what do we mean? Which components of the, the Veeam suite are version 10? So, actually, so the release of Veeam V10, if you will, which is going to be the biggest release, as Adam said, of, of what we've ever done, actually consists of, I think it's 10, 10 products in itself. but. Normal, like so, from a flagship point of view, Veeam Backup Replication version 10 is where all of the the most of the goodness is. The um, also Veeam One, so that insight, that visibility, that visibility into your environments. That's that's where um, that gives us the ability to 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 understand what that environment's doing. Then you've got our agents for Windows and Linux, our agents for Solaris and Unix, and then you've got uh, yeah, the, the, the list is. Pretty much, it. we've got uh, our enterprise application plugins for SAP HANA and Oracle Arman. Like there's enterprise the, manager. Yeah, there you go. Like so there's yeah. there's a, there's a huge release. That it's not just one. Like it's just not one or two products. There's actually ten that have all been aligned from a code point of view that all talk to each other. It's definitely a platform that allows everyone to pick and choose what they actually need and require, but also know that if one day you are physical and you are looking after physical workloads and you're protecting them that way, and next then you're moving them to the cloud, then we've got, we've got a platform that allows us to protect that because already in that platform that talks to each other is the, cloud, um, the native cloud backup providers, so the ability to back up AWS natively and Azure natively that, that were released um, recently as well. And they all they all talk to each other, so it's very important. So V10 is not only a yeah we've got loads of features and functionality and and features in there, but it's more about there's a whole new refresh of the platform here that allows us to do so much more. Yeah, and I think that because um, you kind of hinted there as well a couple of areas that are not necessarily part of the V10 release, but you know for, again as I've kind of looked at this from the outside in, align quite nicely with the whole thing. So some of the native protection that you've got for some of the public clouds again was that. Is that very much a uh, kind of a key strategy play? It's it's the idea that yeah you, you want these things kind of connecting together so that you can do things like workload mobility, portability. You know, is, is that is that key? Yeah. So just before before um, Christmas, so we released and actually GA'd at AWS reInvent our Veeam backup for AWS, and then we also announced at Microsoft Ignite the the equivalent for Azure. All of those, they're not just in a bubble, they're not isolated. They back up into that same VBK format that I know we've spoken about before, Paul, and there's loads of really good content out there about that. Um, 
if I do say so myself. Um, but being able to take that that backup file and then be able to do all of that functionality within Veeam Backup and Replication, like instantly recover that workload, even though it began its life in AWS, we can recover that to vSphere on-premises or we can send it to Azure and we can be quite mobile with that. So yeah, there's absolutely a, a, a hook into to all of those other products. We've got Office 365 as well, the ability to protect those made that a lot more portable with the object storage focus. That's another thing that we haven't touched on yet is around object storage. Pretty much every single customer that we're speaking to wants to be able to leverage object storage as a, as a cheaper tier or a more efficient tier to be able to store their backups. And that starts with object storage for um, our Office 365 backups, being able to go directly to object storage, but also massively in Veeam Backup Replication, being able to offload those backups into object storage, which we started with at the beginning of 2019. But now in version 10, the actual copy mode, which take as soon as it lands and sealed, it seals on um, the performance tier, it gets thrown into, into the object storage as well. So uh, it's interesting. Um, I mean, we're recording this at NetApp Insight, which is why you can perhaps hear a bit of background noise uh, as, as we're chatting. Um, but, you know, I think that the one of the things that you talked about there is, again, this ability to integrate with other platforms. And obviously, uh, in your introduction, Adam, you, you mentioned some of the work you do with, uh, you know, part of your job role is to, to work with NetApp and say we're at this NetApp Insight event in London. Um, so, so what kind of things... You know, what, what kind of advantages do you get with that tight integration? I mean, obviously, we talk a little bit about NetApp specifically, but maybe just in general, you know, the, the, when we talk about integration, what, what does that allow us to do as a, as a Veeam customer? You know, what, what does that allow them to do? So the uh, NetApp and Veeam have been partnering for years, since 2014, um, around direct integrations into our data protection platform and their core platforms, namely ONTAP and Element OS, the, the, the OS that powers their NetApp HCI and SolidFire products. So the, the direct integrations that Veeam Backup and Replication has into those platforms um, allows Veeam to accelerate data protection and recovery um, at, down to the hardware level in those, in those platforms. Allows us to do um, really unique capabilities like backup from storage snapshots, um, application consistent snapshot orchestration and replication management like SnapMirror and SnapVault replication. Data protection from a, a SnapMirror or SnapVault target, which allows us to reduce backup performance penalties to zero on primary infrastructure. So really key, important capabilities that we've jointly developed together um, that uh, our, our customers can't get from our competitors, right? So these are unique capabilities that that, re, that Veeam is really uh, really proud to partner with uh, NetApp and our alliance partners to to deliver from a core integration standpoint. And, and Veeam version 10 extends those key integrations even further. So we've got some new capabilities coming in Veeam version 10 around snapshot management. Um, some of the most exciting ones are. Um, a new unique capability where we're, uh, we can create an application consistent snapshot bypassing talking to the hypervisor, talking to the vSphere environment altogether. So what this means is this is something that we couldn't do before. We, we, there was still um, a, a bit of application stun while we created a, a VMware snapshot and then removed the VMware snapshot. That happened very quickly, but in very high I.O. applications, this was still noticeable. So we've had customers come to us and say, we want to be able to take application consistent snapshots with zero stun in the application. Uh, so we're delivering that capability in, in, in Veeam version 10. Uh, really, really exciting capability for, for our enterprise customers and very high I.O. workloads. Uh, some of the other capabilities that we're bringing around SQL and Oracle snapshot management. So now we can do SQL and Oracle snapshot 
protection with point-in-time down to the second database log replay, which is a new capability that we didn't have before. Uh, so think of being able to restore a multi-terabyte Oracle database or SQL database from a snapshot and then replaying the logs down to the second. Uh, so it's the fastest, most high-performing recovery that can be done in the industry today for, for large uh, database workloads. Um, so those are just a, a sample of the few key new integrations um, that we're bringing to market and why it really matters, especially to large organizations. You know, these are enterprise class capabilities that we're bringing. I think what's really interesting about that, actually, is we, we talked earlier on about the, the, some of the gaps that you're filling in this V10 release or some of the gaps that you maybe had in the, in, in some of the um, non-virtualized enterprise requirements. So, you know, we, we've talked about, you kind of touched on things like agent backups and we've talked a little bit about the NAS backup and we, we, we may kind of just wrap up on that as well. But um, I think what's interesting about what you're talking about there is that obviously the, the ability with an integration with NetApp in this case, but obviously you have these integrations with other partners, is the ability for Veeam almost to be that orchestration for data management that sits across all of your platforms right, so you're, yeah. you're, you're not limited to benefiting from that if you've you know for only part of the estate of yours that's NetApp if you've got some other platforms and as you were talking about before that kind of open API opportunity that that's yeah. going to create the chance for all kinds of vendors to integrate in more tightly with that giving you that kind of much wider um, you know a, a more holistic coverage of, yeah. of somebody's in uh, somebody's infrastructure you know is, is that a, again is that kind of a key a key strategy yeah yeah like so I think I've said this before to you Paul is that backups pretty boring right so but it's an absolute must it's an insurance policy like your house insurance like your car insurance we need to have that just in case something bad goes wrong and I think we need to make it as easy as possible that we want to make, we need to protect that data, we need to understand what that data is and we need to be able to recover it when we need to recover it. But we don't want to necessarily have a dedicated guy that just looks after the backup angle. We don't, we just want it to just work underneath, right? Um, I think that's a, that is absolutely a strategy and it won't change. That's it, like we've mentioned it a few times, that sim simplicity, the reliability and the flexibility of the, of the product is, is key and it's a key mantra across the whole platform. Regardless of these 10 different products that we, or products within the platform, it's, it's an absolute must that every product that we do needs to be simple because it should be just that set and forget because, like I say, backup's a bit boring, right? Yeah, but I think as well, you know, and it shouldn't be underestimated, that kind of set and forget thing, that certainly the, the feedback I get from people who, Veeam customers who use Veeam a lot, is that simplicity, you know, they, they kind of, they, they enjoy that simplicity, IT is, in the enterprise, is difficult enough, you know, you want your data protection solutions, your data management solutions to be relatively straightforward and very, very robust, you, like you said, set and forget. Um, well, just to wrap up on, um, it, it's kind of a feature that's probably had quite a lot of coverage, um, and it's something that, you know, to, to be fair, it's something that Veeam have missed for quite a long time, and I think have felt perhaps some pressure to, to kind of make sure they've added in as, as an enterprise requirement, and increasingly because enterprises are starting to use NAS uh, for much more than just Windows file shares. Lots and lots of stuff is sitting on, on NAS devices of, of all kinds. So, so Veeam have added NAS back up, I think with some good reasons for it taking what's seemingly a while to, to kind of add that <laughs> feature. Uh, but because, to, to, be, to Veeam's credit, I think what they have done is they, they, they've thought through some of the challenges that NAS backup often has, and have come up with some, you know, some quite innovative ways, particularly around recovery of dealing with that. Do you want to kind of touch on um, what, what we can expect in NAS backup? Yeah, so I'll touch on the, so from a strategic point of view. Now, Veeam could go and tick a lot of RFPs 
tomorrow if we wanted. If we wanted to just br- deliver an NDMP solution that allowed us to move data from A to B, that's fine. We could absolutely do that, but that's not this. That's not the way Veeam looks at innovation. That's not innovating. What we need to do is we're looking at the challenges today around NAS. So, okay, NAS has been around for a very long time. We've gone through the years of NDMP. It's already been and gone, but yet a lot of data protection vendors actually still use that technology to take that take that NAS back up. And we've all heard about the growth of data and how unstructured data is growing exponentially, blah, 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 all of that good stuff. And it's all true. Like we're, Everyone's saving everything, Like whether it's in your like in your home life or whether it's at work you don't want to lose anything and I think then there's a challenge around well how do we make it as flexible as or as cheap as possible as well how do we how do we there's there's all these different NAS devices Windows file servers people have architected away from potential NAS devices into Windows potentially gone back there's a lot of a footprint of vendors out there that are doing very different things there's open source tools around that so we needed to make sure that we were agnostic. We needed to look at how can we be cheap, but also how can we be as fast as possible to be able to protect this. We know the challenges of NDMP, it's slow. Generally speaking, you're not going to be able to take a full backup, if, especially if we're looking at the petabytes and the billions of files. You, can't, you won't be able to do that in, a, in your weekend, for example. And us being software defined, we wanted to give the, the ability to scale up, scale down as and when we needed to, but also not require you to go out and buy additional hardware so they're the challenges that we're that we've come at it with we've basically wiped cleaned the whiteboard and gone at it again and but we want to actually bring a differentiator out and we have we've absolutely done that adam adam can touch on that as well in in what we're doing but the key part to that is the change file tracking um understanding what's changed since the last backup um is the is the real differentiator that we have in there but also the scalability of the concept of a file proxy i was still a bit of adam's adam's brief here but but the um the, the ability to spin up proxies to allow multiple threads or concurrent threads of data to pass through and then spin them down again that's that's us allowing to use commodity hardware the resources that are available to really make that first full backup as fast as possible because after that it's going to be incremental changes that's all we're going to to worry about so adam now it's your turn after michael stole much of your thunder no i I appreciate i mean what's really exciting to me about what veeam is finally bringing to market in in, from a nas data protection strategy is is not something that was just okay not something that was just good enough we didn't stop until we were comfortable that this thing was truly enterprise scale being able to protect petabytes of data, billions of files in, in a way that is easy and fast and, and just more value than, than what customers are used to getting in this space from, from this level of data protection. And that's what's really exciting. I mean, the, the level of scalability, the ease of scalability that we've engineered into this product um, is, is truly remarkable uh, in the performance. And, and we've been giving some talks lately just about some of the, some of the workloads that we're protecting and, and how fast uh, we're able to do uh, an incremental backup on really large uh, large data sets. Um, you know, this is this is different than it's completely different than what current Veeam customers are used to from a from a traditional virtualization data protection or physical server data protection. It's an all new backup format for this data. Um, it's an incremental. Uh, forever technology so customers don't need to worry about uh, backup chains or scheduling fulls or synthetic fulls anymore it's it's truly a, 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 a add your shares add them to a backup job you know 
to pick your retention, right? Whether you want how many, how much you want to retain on-prem or close to the source, and how much you want to push to maybe on object storage or a cloud data target or cheaper media for long-term retention. Um, it's really, you know, we've taken these some of these really difficult concepts and boiled these down to to two or three mouse clicks, um, and that's what's really uh, amazing about the product is. Uh, a product that you can pick up, not even read the manual, and start protecting your, your NAS data workloads in a very, very fast and efficient way. Uh, yeah, and I think I, I second that from, from what I've seen of NAS backup. You know, I think that there's been some real thought into, particularly around some of the real neat options around how you recover data and you know, how you make that fast and efficient, which is ultimately when you're recovering data is the thing that you want. It needs to be fast, it needs to be efficient, it needs to work. You know, and I, I think they're, they're you know, uh, commend, uh, commendable properties that we should see in all kind of data protection software, and maybe sometimes we don't. Um, anyway, no names mentioned. Um, <laughs> so um, anyway, look, guys, uh, I mean, thanks very much for this. Uh, you know, I think it's a, you know, it's, it's, it is it is huge release, but, but you know, for me as well, I think it's also very interesting in the way it plays into that kind of wider Veeam strategy. Um, but if, if people want to kind of find out a little bit more about V10 uh, and want to find out about uh, you know a little bit more from what you guys are doing, uh, what, what's a good way to do that? I'll, I'll start with you, Adam. Well, you could find me on Twitter at AJ Berg, A-J-B-E-R-G-H, and on LinkedIn. And if you want to find out more about Veeam version 10, it's veeam.com slash go slash V10. That's nice. All of the URLs. That's good. And uh, Mr. Cade, uh, if people don't already know how to find you, how will they do that? Yeah, I thought I was going to get something on the website, actually, that had a banner. to. So anyway, um, so you can find me on Twitter at MichaelCade1. I've still got the one there. I'm just waiting for the other Michael Cade to relinquish that because I'm more popular <laughs> than him. Um, he's actually an actor. But if you feel, feel the need to actually tweet him, um, maybe you can help me um, do the right thing. Um, a, a blog over at vzilla.co.uk some some ramblings over there about data protection about NetApp strategy as well and really what what we're trying what and also around what we're what we're seeing in the in the field around like data what people are using it for around like these new workloads kubernetes etc i'm trying to really dive into that but yeah um twitter's probably the easiest place to find me okay gents well look thank you very much appreciate you being on the show and uh, look forward to speaking to you again both soon all right Cheers, I hope you enjoyed that. For show notes, pop over to techstringy.com. We'll also find all of our previous Tech Interviews episodes. And if you've got an idea for the show or would like to appear as a guest on Tech Interviews, then why not drop me an email at podcast at techstringy.com. And if you want to make sure you catch future episodes, then why not subscribe? You can find us in all good homes of podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. So, until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.